This is Living Your Life Well Planned, the 80-20-365 system invented by Adam Vincent Gilmer. My name's Gene Valaitis. I'm your host on these episodes, and here we come on episode number 24. Um, you know, these the, the past three episodes and tying this one in today, I, if I were you, I would binge episode, uh, binge, uh, listen, view, whatever you're doing, this episode and the last three, if you haven't already listened to the last three. Because we, we've taken you from the civilian and, and we've, we've tried to make you right now into a high performance person. There's a lot more to go, uh, but we hope we now have you at a nice little level. These podcasts, these videos are free uh, and you've heard us stress in previous episodes how important it is to have your daily planner. So please get your planner. It's about a buck a day. Uh, 8020365.com is where you order it from. And if you can't get... Uh, uh, FedEx and that kind of service in your country, uh, we'll get it to you. You'll just, uh, you'll, you'll print it off and you can start using it. Well, we've gone through, uh, we've gone through a lot of ups and downs. We've, uh, we've, uh, Adam has given a, a, lot, a lot of information and we hope by now that you're, you're using it and, and you're getting results and you're getting excited, but maybe you're having some days where you're asking yourself, is this working? Cause you're going to have days where you're going to say, this is fantastic, but you know what it's like when, when you just don't have a great day, but there's a way to deal with that. So, uh, first of all, let's talk about people, Adam, who are really being successful and they're having a high, they're having a high day. I, I think there's a tendency for some people to become real egotistical, unnice people, or I think, I think there's the other kind of a person who wants to share their success with others, take them out for dinner buy a cake, have a little party, a, a Zoom celebration thing. So take us through how to deal with highs and lows, please. All right. So <clears throat> obviously we all love the highs and we hate lows, but um, we tend to learn more from the lows than we do the highs. Okay. And the lows tend to set us back and tend to be, have us thinking more than just the <clears throat> amazing successes of, you know, uh, whatever the success item is for the day or the result that you got. Now, hang on, hang on, hang, whoa, 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 hang on here. You're telling me the lows tend to teach you more than the highs? A thousand percent, yes. Wow. Uh, however, a lot of people allow lows to drag them down even more versus looking at it as a different way to approach it. You know, um, the creation of the light bulb, uh, you know, flying or the, the creation of flight. Um, it's really funny, but the... You know, right, brothers, the distance that they first flew is about now the same distance as the wingspan of 747. So you yeah. understand that it, they, they just did that. Boom. <clears throat> Learned how to fly. <clears throat> but they, they, you, they, it wasn't that success of learning how to fly that made them <clears throat> persist and succeed. What it was is each time they crashed or each time they messed up, <clears throat> the lows of that led them to the decision of saying to make it better, to make it better, which allowed them to finally gain flight. Uh, and it's the same thing in business. It's the same thing in building, you know, uh, a home. It's the same thing. Uh, or going after uh, some goal. Um, there tends to be this euphoric feeling like, <clears throat> like even if you hit the goal, how long would you stay completely excited for? You know, is it what? You know, is it, you don't stay excited for a year. You don't stay excited for six months. You don't stay excited for, you know, uh, a week. You know, it's euphoric. It's an emotion that happens like, boom, and you're, and you're high. And then what happens from that high, because that's where your emotion state was, there's a falling off cooling period. And usually, you know, you stay excited for, you know, 
really, really, really excited in the moment for maybe an hour, okay? You know, winning the championship, right? And then that there's a slow trickle down uh, coming down from, from that high. And if you don't have repeated highs, okay, then, and you don't have any lows, there's no way to measure. There's no way to, it was always high, 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 high all the time. Uh, and amazing and successful every single time, all the time, easy peasy, one, two, three, every single person would be successful in life and business and, mm-hmm. and have, a, have everything happening for them. But it's not that way. Um, we, we learn more from the setbacks. And when I say learn more, you learn what not to do. Um, and you know the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, looking for uh, you know, a different result when you know the results those actions have given you. Uh, so it's like stupid to go and repeat those ones or, or, or the failures. So we're going to learn from those failures. Now, um, what do you do when you have a good high? It, you, you do need to celebrate. Okay. You do need to give yourself mental permission to take time off, uh, give yourself what's like a, a pat on the back, spend time with people, uh, family or people you love or, you know, other friends, coworkers, people that are, you know, helped you get there or whatever the case is. And then it's also good to say, okay, to get those people together and say, man, that was a great hit. That was a good, you know, um, sale, home run, whatever. Now it's time. Hey, how do we do it again? And how do we get that consistency up? And you'll find out that it's very, it's not easy to do it again. You're, you know exactly what to do now. Now you know you've gone through the process. You've been through the piece. You've had all the meetings. You made the sale. The money got transferred. It's done. The goal's hit. It's, and guess what? We're only as good as our next uh, success, high or low. The low tells us what not to do and pushes us more to making a better decision to make a, uh, make another high happen again. And um, even though we have those lows, you also have to go through a period of recognizing what those no's were really teaching you. Those no's were teaching you what not to do, which is actually <clears throat> really a cause for celebration. Because <clears throat> if you understand the psychology on it is, <clears throat> if you now know what not to do. That's a positive. That's not a negative. Yes. (laughs) That's a positive. You should celebrate that. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. And you move on before. Now there's, there's lots of other, you know, deals and stuff that don't go through for me. It's like, like every single day it's massively successful. But what, what's happened is, is that from consistently doing the seven habits, you know, every single day, day in, day out, reading purpose statement, just having a, having a plan. Um, what happens now is, you know, I, I, you immediately move your your head to saying, "Hey, you already know that these these highs for the day, these seven habits, if you can accomplish them, you're that much closer that day to hitting your goal, uh, put in over time, making your dream a reality." And when I say a dream a reality, Gene, I'm talking about you know finances i'm talking about health i'm talking about how you treat other people i'm talking about relationships it's not just one area okay i'm also talking about spirituality you've got to have uh motion you got to have uh actions in place so that the emotions are felt um what i mean by that is if you you know the the more action you take towards saying hey here's the new high i'm looking to develop uh, for myself, here's a new goal, and my emotions are going to stay up. <clears throat> um, we can act as if and we'll feel uh, our spine starts to change, and that's creating beliefs. And those beliefs is what allows us to handle the, the highs and the lows. How to handle the low, which is another belief system, and how to handle the high. And I'm not saying that, you know, 
a good way to handle the highs to get out there and go wild crazy and you know yeah uh, and just throw away everything i'm saying that you know put it in perspective you know uh, take the wife out go out with people that you love and care about um spend time with people and share those successes uh, one of the other things i i love to do with jessica my wife is um you know when we do do good and we do have another new team or we've broken some records or this that and the other i always you know i'm thankful and grateful that i have a wife that says hey go after it and make it happen because <clears throat> you know she has to go after it in 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 her uh responsibilities what she's doing as a person for her her goals her dreams her aspirations but you know that's what makes teams work okay and um <clears throat> you know iron sharpens iron and the the rubbing up of making errors together or uh, going through low times and learning how to deal with it allows for the uh, the betterment of uh, the high time. Yeah. And, you know, <clears throat> uh, I, I think virtually I can hear about a million ahas out there because right now we're talking about, you know, ha having a day that's really high or having a, a, a week that's really high. You're a leader. You're a high performance leader. Things are going well. You know, we're talking about how to deal with highs and lows. And if you have your daily planner, guess what? What's the last thing you do before you say good night? You score your day. The ultimate objective is to have a perfect 10 in every category. And if you don't, your daily planner actually gives you a tool to get maybe one or two or all categories back on track. So tomorrow you're aware of your previous score and you can aim higher because you're now a high performance leader and you can get your, your, your highs on track. And that's, that's part of the, the that's part of the joy of, of, of the daily planner. Now there's another person who also has a really great day and they become very egotistical. They don't treat people in their, in their sales force very well. And, uh, they let everybody know that they're the best thing since sliced bread. Now, uh, nobody likes that guy. Nobody likes that woman. How do you deal with a person who is, who thinks they're having a high day, but they're just being egomaniac? Well, you know, you know, I think uh, the term bipolar disorder comes up. I mean, you know, we've all got to realize that um, life is a learning process and we've got to go, you know, we're all learning from each other, really, right? I mean, uh, I heard the story of this gentleman who um, was with Google and he uh, put together AdWords for Google and he became a billionaire, okay, because of how AdWords work wasn't just a search engine anymore. Now it was a, you know, uh, now it had a methodology for its madness or, and a purpose. And, you know, nobody would uh, go along with his prevailing assumption that here's what's going to be used when people type it in because the words pop up, okay? And all the advertising changes when you put it into a search engine based on what you're typing. Right. And that makes completely logical sense now, right? But, you know, um, can you imagine being the the you know google and saying man hang on that's a complete different direction uh for us to have to swing into <clears throat> and here it comes down to if it wasn't for that crazy thought and idea leading them in a different direction I'm not saying that it's egotistical but it was like <clears throat> nobody believed that that was going to be the direction it went and it went that way which which changed uh beliefs prevailing assumptions you know um uh, how things actually work on, on doing searches. It's the same thing when you got a person who's, you know, um, way out there uh, thinking that they're the best things in the sliced bread. <clears throat> there's no, there's no overnight success. 
that I know of, Gene. Everybody who I've seen that's done remarkably well in their lives um, had to put their ego in check at some point. Somebody said something to them. Said, listen, I, you know, I, I don't like the way you act. You know, you're coming across a certain way. And it's good to have that feedback, okay, direct feedback. But <clears throat> they go through a place where they realize that, you know what, life isn't always high. And, um, and I see a lot of this happen sometimes uh, in, in Hollywood. <laughs> okay. uh, somebody does a great movie, <clears throat> and all of a sudden their life spins out of control. Uh, you know, high, 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 high. And then, of course, they go for a period where there's no work, no work, no work, and it's a low, 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 low. And then there's you know, problems and this, that, and the other, and whatever, and substance abuse. <clears throat> and they're trying to manage the lows that way to get away the learning uh, side of the lows uh, that they actually, you know, swing over to drugs to go do uh, and get, you know, escape the low situation. <clears throat> the best way to handle the low situation is to write it, write it down, go over, hey, here's what I'm learning. We talked about this high performance people learn, they listen, they lead. Okay. Uh, and um, high, high, with highs and lows happening every single day in our lives, uh, you know, you got to manage those lows and learn and say, how quickly can I move what not to do to what, what should I be doing and leading your life in a different direction. But yeah. if you have an ego, if you have an ego, listen, there's something called like a healthy ego. Right? Okay. And a healthy yeah. ego is somebody who is <clears throat> a leader. They're positive. Um, they're sure they can get it done. They're, they're certain that they have the ability to uh, and the responsibility to get something done versus somebody who is, I'm going to say, like a pompous ass, you know. Um, nobody likes to be around those people. As you said, it's like they, it's being stuck up. You know, you, listen, we all, you know, still go to the bathroom the same way, put on our pants the same way, you know, brush our teeth the same way, brush our hair. It's, there is no difference. The difference really comes down into how we're handling our, our habitudes, our success habitudes for the day. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the uh, direct sales industry and, and maybe having a bad month. I know in the direct sales industry, if you're trying to maintain some sort of a level in, in many companies, they use jewel box terminology. I mean, let's say you're trying to uh, maintain whatever this, I, I, I'm just making this up. Okay. I'm not being specific to any company. Let's say you're trying to main the, maintain the, the, the gold level in, in company X and you have to do a certain amount of volume. And let's just say the volume's not happening. You've had family issues. Maybe you were sick that month or, or something like that. Maybe your team isn't performing. So it's the last three days of the month. You've got to maintain your volume. You also want to make it to the next level, which means uh, new recruits in your organization and having them reach new levels. So you reach new levels and you're being of service and you're helping everybody out. You're doing everything you possibly can, but you're not going to make it at the end of the month. And you're on that last day and you're not going to get into the habit of purchasing products that are going to sit in your basement to make that level. So what, what do you do? What do you tell your organization? You're having a down day and they're looking at you thinking, if he's not going to make it, how am I going to make it? So what do you, how do you turn that situation around and make it into a high day? Now, listen, you've got hundreds of thousands of people in your organization, and I don't know too many people in this world who I can ask of this question. And I know that you've been through this with thousands of people around the world. So you've had a great month. Suddenly you're having a bad month. You don't want to spend your own money because that's cheating. How do you get people in, in your sales teams out of that, out of that rut and tell them you're going to have a high day. Don't worry about this. Right. Well, the first thing is, is that um, having highs and lows and lows specifically, it's part of life. 
Okay. Um, I've, I've had it where I didn't hit my goals and made my monthly quotas and I've, I've gone through that. So, but I've learned another great technique and here's what the technique is. I've learned to turn my frustration and being mad at the situation into becoming fascinated with the situation. Uh-huh. Fascinated, fascination shows up, it's a, a massive learning ability where you learn, hey, here's where we are. So what that means is, um, you know, circle the wagons, okay? And I've had to do this many times. I've had to rebuild my sales organizations uh, different times. And, but when you're fascinated at it, when you understand that, um, you know, direct sales is easy to get into, also very easy to get out of because of the level of commitment when it comes down to monetary, you know, spending some money on some products. <clears throat> a couple thousand dollars, a couple hundred bucks is not a big commitment. Um, but if you put in, you know, uh, half a million or more, there would be a big commitment, okay, to say, I'm going to make that back. So <clears throat> what I want people to realize is that, uh, you know, I'm fortunate now where I've we've built the sales organization so big that it hits the monthly quotas consistently over and over and over and over again. But but it didn't always do that. And what it, what I had to do was I had to go and have a checkup from the neck up, um, as Zig would say, and say, okay, let me get my head uh, in state again. Okay, and once I got into the right state, then I knew the right actions would take place. I once took the right actions, I get results. After the results would take place, I'm like, let's repeat this because that becomes something that you um, you can do and you can do it often. And then the other thing is, is that uh, when we teach us in the workshop and, and, and in the end of the planner is not every person is going to be the majority of your sales organization is going to do the minimum requirements, but there are those five or six high performance people that say, Hey, listen, I've been trying to get so-and-so I've been trying to get, you know, Hey, can you help me do a sales call? Can you bring this person on a zoom call? And we, and we go, what's called, you know, uh, closing the month, chasing volume, usually the last three days. And what we want to know is from those five or six people in the teams, who, who can we help you prospect? Who can we help close the sale with? Who can we together go and do it? And not like, Hey, you go do it. I'm talking about let's go do it where there's two or more of you, um, you know, uh, working on bringing on a new sale or making a new listing or new client or, you know, whatever. And that works very, very well. Now, if you don't hit the goal after you've given it a hundred percent, okay, you've got to understand that this is life too. Even after you've given it a hundred percent and you've done every little bit of extra that you could possibly do and you still don't hit the goal, that doesn't make you a failure. Okay. Because you were doing the right actions, you were moving your life uh, towards you know getting better. Some things you have to realize is timing. And I, I'm once again, I, I'm not a good person at making the, perf- the the sun, the moon, and the stars line up and twirl. Okay, what I am good at doing is saying consistent, successful habitudes repeated daily over time will move you towards your goal and dream. And um, you know, having. Uh, having a, uh, a month where you miss volume doesn't mean you can't reshape, rethink and get after the objective uh, the following month. You can, because here's what ends up happening. <clears throat> Let's say you miss it in a particular month. What happens if you overdo it the next month? You know, it, it, there's more pay anyway. So at the end of the day, <clears throat> life is going to show up. You know, um, I was watching a, a video 
the other day on Instagram and um, it was this massive tsunami that came in. I was, I was watching cars drive up the street. It was a long 30 second video. And then at the same time, the cars were immediately turning around driving back and one of them just missed being sucked away in, uh, in this, you know, massive stream of water, right? Just get, came flooding in. And I remember asking myself, I'm like, man, what happened if that person had come five minutes earlier? Okay. Or um, got caught up in, in that particular piece, the timing, you know, and, and sometimes you just got to allow time does two things for us. Time, you know, exposes you or it'll promote you. And, you know, obviously we want more promotion, you know, um, none of us got here in a blink of an eye. Okay. Um, we've developed over years and years and years to become what we are. So same thing, uh, utilizing the system and handling, uh, not hitting a goal for the month and turning it around. Yeah. It's not supposed to be easy. Yeah. Well, yeah. If, if it was, everybody would be rich and famous. Of course. It's not, it's like life hacks, right? It's like, listen, here's, here's a fast way for you to get great. That's what you want. Great. That's what we have. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But it doesn't mean it's going to be less difficult. Okay. Yeah. It just means that you have to learn how to handle those difficulties. In a bit. Yeah. You know, I, I, I want you to give a, a little bit of advice, uh, some suggestions to people. This is strictly for the direct selling industry. You know, we always have that one person, that one woman, that one guy who we discover or is introduced to us by somebody in their organization. And they're the person who's going to bring 6,000 people into their business in 20 days and they're going to make a fortune and you're going to love them and all the rest of it. And as the month progresses, you notice uh, they haven't called you for help. They haven't called you for a three-way. Uh, they haven't recruited anybody. They haven't signed anybody up. They haven't done any sales. Now, I know that inexperienced people who haven't had training with people like you, um, you know, their tendency is to pick up the phone and it's the old sentence. Why aren't you working? Why aren't you working? What can I do? You said you had to. Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? That's the exact reverse of the 80-20 system. And when people get properly trained, what I discovered when I was training with people, you know, I would say, look, if they're not doing 80-20, don't you fall into the trap of what they're doing and just, you know, just let them, let them go. If, if they're going to work, they're going to work. I mean, you can give them one phone call and say, is there something I can help you with? And just leave it at that. But you know what? Is it not true that if you drag somebody into your organization, you're going to end up dragging them around anyway, and it's going to take up all of your time, which could be more valuably used doing an 80-20 activity, right? I mean, it's it's almost like a full circle, right? So here's, here's, what, here's what we have to do to get over <clears throat> going perfect. Number one, you talk about the loss, but don't leave it there. Like, you know, so that's, that'd be you and I, Hey, listen, you know what, uh, that advertising is going to work or whatever, whatever the issue is, but don't leave it there. Now let's go. Here's my suggestions to make it work. So okay. don't bring up the, don't just leave it where it's a bad situation because you're not learning from that. You're complaining. Okay. And nobody likes wingers, complainers and this and the other. <clears throat> it's okay to say, yes, let's talk about the, the, the low, but at the same time, have a solution, have a strategy that's going to lead you out of that particular low and say, here's what I haven't done, you know? Um, and we all know somebody, it's, it's, I do this in the workshops, we all know somebody who we've been putting off calling. Even though they, they you, you think they may say no, uh, you're not living in that person's shoes, you don't know their time, you don't know their mindset, you don't know where they are, you just know that they're not in your sales organization. So do yourself a favor, keep the soup warm. Keeping the soup warm is like 
you go into a restaurant and it says, hey, listen, here's our two soups for the day, and you're starving. Like, hey, well, in addition to your salad and, and your main course and everything else, you start out with a cup of soup. Nobody wants cold soup, okay? Keeping the soup warm is you touch the relationships, whether they're in your business, not your, you're just reaching out. And that allows several things to take place. One, uh, it tells you the temperature of where your person for doing this last minute sale and what have you is. Are, have, have, have they had a change of mind? And that happens. People change their minds all the time. Okay. I mean, you know, uh, change your mind is making a decision. One of the other things we talked about in, in the, these episodes. <laughs> and the third thing is, is that, hey, you, don't, you never know timing is right. And you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Right. So it's best to just reach out, keep the soup warm. Hey, thinking of you, send them a text message. You know, hey, if you're open to talking about some business stuff, or, you know, are you ready to join yet? Or, you know, you just, you just do that as much as you can. And you allow the chips to fall where they fall. Um, you know, but um, some people will say yes, some people say no. Yeah. Everybody said yes, it'd be fantastic. It's not that way. Yeah. You know, just to wrap this up, I, I love what, uh, when we talk about having high days and low days and good days and bad days, I, I, I love what, uh, Esther Hicks, uh, wrote about this. And she said, she said, if you don't have a bad day, how are you ever going to be able to judge that you're having a good day? So life is about contrast and building a business is about contrast. And some people will say yes. Some people will say no. Some say yes. Some say no. So what? Next, exactly. How to deal with high and low days. Hey, listen, we're coming up to uh, our 25th anniversary, Adam. Adam, 20, Adam, our 25th episode is coming up. What are we going to talk about next? Well, I'm going to leave that to be uh, a surprise for next week, but I will tell everybody this, that uh, very shortly, we're also going to start uh, doing some of our coursework together. And that means that uh, we'll actually go through, you know, you having a planner, uh, and actually having our attention uh, as helping you get through what you got to do. And also finding the encouragement and the inspiration to say, hey, you've got, uh, you know, me on the phone or Gene on the phone to actually help you. And we'll yeah. get through that too. We'll, we'll talk about that later. And that'll be a high day. <laughs> Thanks for this, Adam. I hope you're a high performance leader right now. I've loved these episodes and we love having you on them with us. Get your daily planner at 802365.com for Adam Vincent Gilmer. I'm your host, Gene Willitis. See you on the next episode with an exciting announcement.